Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Far from the everyday world, there is a place. A place where big... Congratulations, Mr. Sims. You are the fattest boy in camp. ...is beautiful. And then isn't it. This is definitely not sanitary. For Jerry and his friends, it was a dream come true. Until the new owner... That is out of here, mister! Oh, no. ...turned it into a nightmare. Lunch has been canceled today due to lack of hustle. Now, after six weeks of frustration... Then we're going to climb that 1,000-foot rock face over there. Starvation... There isn't a gummy bear left in this entire camp. And humiliation. (laughs) Nice swing, you fat tubbo. Everyone having fun? Jerry's out to do something far more important than lose a few pounds. I have a plan. He's out to gain respect. What is going on? You can't kidnap the owner of a camp. Welcome to the annual Apache Relay. We're as good as anybody. It's about time we started acting that way. Take them down, Cappy. Walt Disney Pictures presents a comedy for every kid. Tell me the artist and title, please. Uh, share? Da Vinci's Mona Lisa. Tired of taking it. I'm so slow. It would have been cool to go fast. And ready to dish it out. Heavyweights. Sorry, boys. I didn't know it was contagious. Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I'm your co-host Crooks, joining me this week and every week. He sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Well, if you feel like watching uh, Nicolas Cage as a vampire, you can watch Redfield. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate it. Uh, the critics weren't particularly kind, but... Uh, not bad. If you have Peacock, it's there. Turn it on. 
I Check mean, you could, you could also watch him as a vampire in Vampire's Kiss. If you well, want to see that unhinged is, Nicolas Cage, that Dana, do you not know from Vampire's Kiss? That is a joke. That's oh, incredible. I think he is it, He puts real roaches in his mouth in that movie. Uh, <laughs> he, he is out of control. It's to the level of uh, in Wicker Man when he has mm-hmm. to act. The bees, there's, the bees. There's no real bees, but when he's, yeah, there's bees around. There's, but there's real the, roaches in uh, in Vampire's Kiss. He is fully, like, out of his mind, insane Nick Cage in that movie. It is, there's a scene, oh, God, I'm trying to think of what the argument is about. It's a scene of him, in, like, in the boardroom yelling at somebody, and he looks like he just did all the cocaine. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. that he did, but he... He looks that way. So, yeah, you can watch Renfield. You can watch Vampire's Kiss. 384 for Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was the it was the cocaine. Yeah. 88. 80, 88. 88. Still, still cocaine. Still, uh, do some cocaine then. Yeah, there's there's some, cocaine. some cocaine then. Uh, flying solo in the Lone Star State. This podcast chief rebranding and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Uh, we also watch Renfield. I fell asleep in the middle. I don't know what accent. Nicholas Cage is doing. What are film. you doing to me? It's not that. It, 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 sometimes it's not it the is counting count. Movie. It happens a little bit, but then it goes to something weird that I didn't quite recognize. How um, how offended must Romanians be whenever they hear a vampire? I don't know what it. It's like almost like British, but not. Also, when you guys were describing Vampire's Kiss, I was like, "Oh, this must be from like the aughts when he had bills to pay." Eighty. I was shocked. To yeah, realize. this is on the upswing of his career. This is this is. I'm, I'm climbing the I'm ladder with Vampire. You should watch something. And I'm it probably is. gonna stay awake. You're I fell asleep during Renfield. We're treasure protectors. We're treasure protectors. We're we're blood drinkers. We're blood drinkers. Renfield. Oh, yeah. No, it is. Yeah, Vampire's Kiss is fully fucking bananas. Uh, There were no bananas in this film because they did not eat super healthy. But we're talking about the movie Heavyweights from 1995. It's free on Disney Plus. You can rent it on Prime, Vudu, and Redbox, and buy it for eighteen dollars on Apple TV. I don't know what Apple TV thinks they're doing with that, but it's there. Um, the synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes, Jerry is not looking forward to a summer vacation since he'll be spending it at a camp for overweight boys in order to shed pounds. Fortunately, a kind couple, the Bushkins, run the camp and make the process fun and relaxed. However, they're soon forced to declare bankruptcy and sell the camp to Tony Perkis, a fitness fanatic who turns the camp into a living nightmare of over-the-top training. But the kids plan to fight back. That's pretty good. That. That about sums it up. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Uh, Aaron Schwartz as Jerry Garner. Uh, mm. And yeah, Ben Stiller as Tony Perkis Jr. And Tony Perkis Sr. Did not know that as a kid. <laughs> right away as an adult. <laughs> he, he plays these characters again in different movies. Yeah. They're exactly the same. I'm sure we'll yes. talk about that a little more. But uh <laughs> Uh, Tom McGowan plays Pat Finley, the uh, also his fat counselor, yeah. fat Pat. Yeah, is fat, fat Pat still with us, or is fat Pat dead? I bet fat. Pat I hope I'm hang on, click. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look up fat Pat and see if he's still alive. I hope he's alive. Alive 63. Good, solid 63. Love it, man. Not, not <laughs> way to go, fat Pat. He was on an episode of American Auto, which is a show that people who watch TV talk about. Yes. I, yes. I've heard yeah. it's good. I haven't yeah. 
I didn't. I watched probably three or four episodes of the first season, and I was like, "It's okay. It's not. It's not what I want it to be." But with comedies, you want to give it more than. I mean, the first season of Parks and Rec is a mess. True. So, yeah. like, you know, maybe it gets better. But I, I, I got what it was doing, and I just didn't love it in the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Blake Nelson as Roger Johnson pre mm-hmm. Oh Brother Where Art Thou. I mean, Buster Scruggs. Yep. We were yeah. literally just talking Incredible. about the ballad of Buster Scruggs mm-hmm. in our house. There he was. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor plays uh, Jerry's dad, Maury. Um, Maury Garner. Jerry Stiller and Ann Mira as Harvey and Alice Bushkin, mm-hmm. the owners of the camp. Those are it's Ben Stiller's real, real parents, right? Yep. Yep. Wow. Uh, Sean Weiss, Josh Birnbaum, uh, Keenan Thompson as Roy, um, Paul Feig as Tim. I did not know that was Paul Feig until I saw the credits. Feig? 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 Yeah, it's, it's Feig. Yeah, yeah, it's Feig. I was like, I for- he was like a legit actor. I think that's how he got his start. And I was like, yeah. I, I mean, totally yeah. forgot. I had no I idea. I didn't know that he was an actor and didn't know that was him until I saw the credits. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah, I definitely. I was like, that's Paul Feig. I <laughs> yeah. just forgot. I totally forgot. Tom Hodges plays Lars, uh, Alan Covert as Kenny Perry. It's, this movie lives within the uh, Adam Sandler universe mm-hmm, due to mm-hmm. a lot of the people who show up in it. Judd Apatow plays Homer, and Peter Berg is uncredited as the chef. Yes. And I think that's yes. I think that's plenty. Yeah. It was giving was wet, hot American summer. I was like... Mm-hmm. Is, Just names was on like, names on names this in this G? movie. <laughs> this is like well, I meant like Peter Berg's character. I was like, because this is oh, the predecessor Jean, for yeah. Gene. <laughs> gotta, gotta go find my sweaters. Gotta find new with cheddar. We got All you right, Pete Berg. We got you, Pete Berg, for a day. What are you gonna yeah. do? <laughs> what do you want to do with this, Pete Berg? You have him for three and, hours, and this is what you get. This is what you get. Uh, let's give some memories. Of the first time we saw this, Dana. What do you got? I know I watched this as a kid. Um. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping since like the last movie you did with for you was like Camp Nowhere. And I was like, I I feel like I'd like watched that movie and I was like, I never saw Frame. I was like, I bet I got it confused <laughs> with heavyweights. The plots are really similar. And then I sat down and watched it again. And I was, this one I was like, no, no, no. No. I don't know. But I know I watched it as a kid, but again, okay. this is another one where I was like, Holy feels shit. Feels like I'm watching it with fresh eyes. <laughs> this is fucking wild. All right, Dave, how about you? I remember VHS tape. It's the mid nineties because they're all holding up a big, a person in, in a sandwich, right? It's, it's Lars in a in a hoagie. Lars in yeah. a sandwich. Um, <laughs> Should be Tony yeah, Perkins. That's your way. It's Lars. And like most videotapes, I probably watched it like ten times, and by then, videotapes became almost unwatchable at that oh, point. Yeah. So useless, useless. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So not not long after it came out. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so I saw this for sure in the theater. Um, oh. in my, yeah, in my mind, it was a in birthday the thing in the theater. My, my brother and I saw this in the theater. My mom or dad would never take me to anything. We'll see. This, so this this kid, kid well, that they, they was they a thing. Like taking a, my parents were more. Uh, you want to see something R rated? We won't tell anyone. <laughs> we're, 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 we're we're cool, right? Yeah, let's definitely do that. Let's see. So this came out in '95 in February. My brother is three years older than me, so it was obviously very much like a you and your brother go watch a movie and get the fuck out of the house for a couple of hours kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in my mind, it was a 10th birthday present, but I don't know if that was the case because this movie was released four months before my birthday. 
I'm not sure if it was still in theaters at that point or not, but like we for sure saw this in the theater together. Um, right. This would have been right before we left Texas for Illinois or right after, but it was that mm. summer's when we moved. So it was either like uh, our house is all boxed up so you can't do anything here or like we just moved. We're unboxing everything. Get the fuck out of the house for a while. But for sure, it's all in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, Dana, watching it basically for the first time, did it make the greater should have held us back? So this is what I'm also going to say. Um, maybe we need to like, you know, don't never meet your heroes. Like never revisit movies that you like think I'm you like. I'm scared of this. Maybe because I was just like. It's okay, you know. It's fine. It's it's fine. Um, there definitely were yeah. moments where I was like, "This is aggressive for a kids' film." There's some of that, but mm-hmm. I don't. It was it was fine. I don't I don't know if it was I laughed or it was fine. It was an okay. It was fine. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm giving the same responses like Camp Nowhere, and I'm Man. you know, but I, I was just like, it's it's fine. It's the blast for me of all of this, uh, mm. Dave. How about you? Meh. The humor was holy dated. shit. What? No, that's <laughs> no. It, it was very dated humor. I, I didn't really laugh. I felt bad. I was kind of <laughs> grossed out at times. <laughs> sure. Um, it was interesting rewatching it and being like, yeah, the Ben Stiller used this character in Dodgeball, yeah. and he used exact the same older, character, and he used the older yeah. character in Starsky and Hutch. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. it. Same exact same, same character, same voice. Yeah, everything. that's yeah, exactly the same. Like that's that's fascinating. Uh-huh. And uh, I thought the movie ended when they got rid of Ben Stiller. I was We're going to talk about the double ending. There's there's another twenty minutes of this movie. It's a double um, ending. I don't know why. Yeah, there's a feel good ending, but yeah, that's like I would. So it's only kids. an hour thirty three. If they didn't yeah. tack on these this kids, other thing, yeah. this is a hot sixty five minutes. These these kids, it's. This is a different kind of eating disorder that these kids have. And it really, <laughs> really bummed me out. I mean, yeah, they have everyone, disorder uh, eating for sure. Everyone made, made it a big deal, like those after school specials about bulimia and anorexia and stuff. But man, this is. Yes. Also, this is a camp of compulsive binge oh, eaters. Yeah, all of them. Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. And maybe, yeah, maybe talk about the mental aspect nope. of it. Why? Why do they eat? <laughs> you, you see these kids being weighed and like tears going down their eyes. Uh huh. Don't Poor talk about Sims, it again. Huh? Poor yeah, Sims. That was pretty sad. You are the fattest the kid in camp. Kid, yeah. Good, good, good. Fattest boy Enjoy in yourself. camp. Yeah. And, th- and there was so that that stuff was a bummer. Didn't really laugh. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe that's what it was. I'm sorry, it's man. Like, Meh. Holy it's fuck. Like well, I love this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it'd be yeah. great for me. Like, there's True. a lot of great lines. There's great moments. This is probably my favorite Ben Stiller character of all time. Like, I know it's the same as the character he plays in Dodgeball, but, like, this, there's there's less, like, unearned confidence in this role. Mm-hmm. And also, um, like, he has no backup. <laughs> like, in, in Dodgeball, he has, what are they, the, the Cobras, the Snakes laser or whatever? Yeah, and Laser blazer. and Blazer and Blaze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's got... Like, him just... <laughs> Yeah, and he's got like what well, was it is um what's that woman's name uh, Katinka Inga Bogovana na na or what have you yeah, like sure. he's got he's got backups in it and this is just him by himself like fully insane the entire time yeah. so I am standing all alone I love this movie it's gonna be High School High Part Two um, the cheese stands alone the cheese stands alone say. uh do we have any fun facts before we get into the recap in the segments oh. 
let's, there let's actually a couple it. good there was a couple good ones on IMDB. I was, okay. I was fascinated by some of these. Um what was it? Uh Goldberg, Sean Weiss didn't want oh, to be in it. Well, the less said about him, the better. Uh but he changed his mind when he found out if he didn't do this, he couldn't be in D3. Wow, they held yeah. D3 hostage to get him in this. And let me tell you, we'll, 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 we will get to the Ducks trilogy we'll do eventually, D3. and I will tell you how much I really, really like D three. D three is D three um, is the one where they're in the uh, the boarding school, right? In uh, the 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 Minnesota private boarding school. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. I think I remember that one. Wow. I'm not sure what that C stands for, but here it stands for captain. You're not captain. Thanks, thanks for dinner. Losers? Right. Why would they get him a cake that says that? No, it's we're we're gonna get to it, and it's gonna yeah, be we'll do amazing. It. It's gonna be. We should incredible. probably do those three back to back one of these days. <laughs> Just oh, do yeah, all three certainly. of them in a row. Yeah. Um, do, we have, do we have Winter Olympics coming up? Would that be? I think the next one is summer. <laughs> we should. We talked like, about it after the World Olympics ended. Like, why didn't we do that for the Olympics? No, the the last couple of weeks it was the Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Yeah. And Oops. or is it still going on? Uh, yeah, was, I think the last game is or the next game is tonight, and I think that Miami might get eliminated from two title games back to back as they just <laughs> lost the NBA championship last night because they went ice cold, man. No clutch gene. Very sad. Very sad. Um, I've got one fun fact here. I think this movie we've had another one that might have a bigger gap, but on Rotten Tomatoes, this has a twenty nine percent, but an audience score of seventy seven. We've had an, a, another one or two that had huge gaps between them. This might be the widest gap. The audience is, is like, right, by the way. Is, is okay. it like a grant? Is it a grandma's boy gap where it's like nine percent and like seventy eight percent of the? It might be grandma's boy. That that's that's a big gap. Alan Covert in this movie, and he's just he's a masterpiece of acting in yeah. uh, Grandma's Boy. I wish yeah. they could figure out a way to do it, but it just doesn't quite fit. There's no but, teens, uh, even JP's no teens. in the team. No teens, <laughs> teen free. Nope. Uh, any other fun facts? I didn't see any. Okay. Through. Well, that was the only one I saw that was all right. pretty good. Well, let's go ahead and get into the recap here. Um, Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I want to start with this opening scene because I forgot the movie started like this. Like in my mind, the movie starts. With him, like at his house, and the guy trying to like pitch him on coming to this camp. The the last day of school 
is such a trope in these movies where the bell rings and it's just an explosion of papers out of every door. Kids are just like burning the school down, like opening up lockers, throwing all the shit on the floor. It's just no last day of school's ever been like this. We never did this once. It's like watching a food fight in a movie. No, that never happened to anybody. We were good boys. Yeah, yeah we were the titular good boys. Even it's... on the last day of school, like they could still they they they, they could hold us here. Something permanent record, permanent yeah. record. Right. It did look like chaos. It's like if you told me like the school is never they're like closing <laughs> it down, I'd be like, oh, there's okay. a bulldozer outside and a breaking yeah, ball. Yeah. Oh, it, like it, now it looks like the school from Lean on Me. This all <laughs> makes sense because they're gonna tear it down. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yeah, it is. It I've I've never no school would ever have this happen, and it happens in almost every teen movie. The last day of school, it's just you have a dirt bike, just drive it through the fucking hallway. Like it is chaos. The last day of school, I um, honestly thought it was going to be like school. It, it damn near was. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. Um, no, it was closer to free. It, well, it closer to free does to. not. <laughs> Does not match this mood at all. Uh, we see Jerry has to walk home. First, we see him miss the bus, which uh, how late do you have to miss the bus going home from school? You have to walk, what, two minutes to get to it? But well, he had to spend all, all of his time throwing paper on the ground. And well, yeah, was, and, and watching that couple make out. Dirty. Correct. Yeah. Just saying, it, get, you know, get a room. Well, get judging. out of the way. Get a room. And frankly, sad that he missed the bus. Sadder that he ran behind the bus for a, at least 200 yards. This was a long shot of him running behind the bus. And no one was like, yeah, we should pick up little man. Nobody. Like, he was one I... foot behind the bus when it started to drive away. <laughs> like, you could yeah. just stop for one second. He cop right on. I can't. Yeah, I really can't remember. I don't think I ever took the bus home in high school. because it... You fancy well, no, it's just like I played sports or like. Oh, that's fair. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Oh, I never took I? the bus. I never took the bus in high school. Not to school. I had one. Not home from school. I, I must have one. taken it home. Yeah. Part of sophomore year. Because I, I didn't drive until I was a senior. Mm-hmm. My brother would have driven me freshman year. Although I don't know if he ever drove me home or not. I think because he had other after school sports and shit. Like, I, I must have had the bus home at some point in time in high school. Like, you know, it was like elementary school because in uh, middle school, I lived down the street from my middle school. So I was just like, what is it like if you miss the bus? In elementary school, they cannot leave you behind because no. that's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. The, you, that's like yeah, a lawsuit. You've you got a liability. <laughs> I mean, middle school, I for sure rode the bus home. I remember that very, very, very well. Uh, our bus driver, Mike, was not a safe driver. Motherfuckers <laughs> were almost dying on the bus every day. Mm. Uh, like he would legit like hit the gas if you saw a speed bump just so we'd like go airborne and shit he was looking back God. they should have they should have arrested that man um but yeah poor jerry is just running for so fucking long he misses the bus then we see him go through a series of foibles on the way home like he tries to he's walking behind a little league game which is weird there's a little league game happening five minutes after school gets out and there's spectators there and everything so like yeah. i need somebody to explain that Ball goes over the backstop. This poor motherfucker, he tries to throw it back to them, what, eight or nine times? Can I get it over the fence? I, I resented this deeply as a as a big guy and a, and a big kid because let me tell you, I was athletic and I was fucking good. Yeah. This guy gave big kids a bad name. That was true. So That's what pathetic. I kept thinking. Yeah. yeah. Fucking pathetic. 
Well, and, you know, the wildest part here was at the end, we see him try to, like, just pick it up and put it over the top of the fence, which can't be more than six feet tall. And even <laughs> that doesn't go over the top. Like, it still falls back on his side. Yeah. I feel like they never show you the top of it because I was like, this seems like really Oh, no, they show the top. <laughs> they, oh, it, it, it was really high until he tried to, like, hand it over. Because he was trying to throw it over the whole backstop. Then he walks a little bit to, like, the regular fence height and then drops it again trying to put it over the top of the fence. It is very also, sad. They would have just gotten another ball and like waited. Someone would have yes. walked over and picked it up from him. I yeah, was just you don't like, play we don't a baseball game with one this? ball. <laughs> just we, we we brought one ball for the whole game. He also like has to trek through town. Like I would have thought it had been funnier if it was like he had to run after the bus and then he just like walked into it. You know, like it just that, yes. I don't know how you if would show have done him, the gag. No, you show him running behind the bus for one block and then he's at his house. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's what you, you do. The, and the entire town at this little league game too. It's like, look at oh, the yeah. kid who laughs at every ho 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 ho. Simply the largest cone I could afford. <laughs> Let's laugh at him. Oh. Yeah, it just so he's he's got the baseball scene, which is sad. Then we see him a little bit later uh, with a, a scene that I had forgotten existed, and when I saw it right away, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this shit. There's a couple of moments in this movie. Where I'm like, I could I could do like a dramatic recreation of this scene. I remember it frame by frame. The baseball wins the first one. I remember him struggling so bad and then dropping it, trying to pass it over. The lemonade scene is the a second one that I could also fucking just recreate. Um I, he he chugs like an entire pitcher of lemonade. Cause he's been walking for a long time, and now I'm wondering how fucking far is he from home? Right. Like he has to, Dave was not kidding. He walks the entire town. To get to his house. Yeah. Very fucking long and it, walk. And it was like 10 cents for a thing. Yeah. For like a cup. And he slapped down like multiple dollars. So I was yes. like, oh, he's at least like done the math. And he's like, I am taking every fucking cup of this yeah. lemonade. I want That's all of this. Yeah, I will hand say. Him a fiver, I hand him a fiver and they can. Yeah, that yeah, works. Yeah. That I will say. With um, you. <laughs> just take it home. In I my in my neighborhood, I, I live yeah. in, you know, a, an offensive stereotype of a, you know, Residential suburban neighborhood. Well, it's not offensive. I've, it's I've an offensive been in your neighborhood. It's, 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 offensive. A, it's a lovely neighborhood. There has been every day since summer started. There's been a lemonade stand somewhere in my neighborhood. Like every day, there's another kid with like a sad lemonade stand with like a backwards E to be cute. And I'm just uh-huh. like, oh my god! Like, this like is five cent. It used to be five cents, ten cents a quarter. Yeah. They're, they're charging a the dollar. dollar for a cup, cup of fucking yeah. lemonade. Get, these days. Get, you, know you know what? Get get a square so I can use my debit. I'm not carrying cash. That's- I just want to say, like, who's got a quarter? I don't even have a dollar. <laughs> like, and are, are you reporting that? Are you reporting that? Are you, are um, I'm you, calling do, the health the health do you, code. Do, a health you, code do, you, do you have a permit? Are you? What's, yes. What's sure going don't. On here? There's okay. also that. I was like, can I be like a black Karen and be like, yo, I don't see your permit. <laughs> I'm going to call the cops. I'm I you squeezing those lemons with your bare hands. Bare ass you hands. wash those hands. That kid's got a bunny nose. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't like it. Is this made from scratch? Or did that's you how, pour that's some how crystal COVID light started. in here and water? Right? At a, yeah, at a kid's le- that's a kid's lemonade stand. Just, a, just a kid stuff. selling bat meat. <laughs> that's that's what happened. <laughs> um so it's like wait, hold on. You're talking about the sad. We were out with our dog a couple weeks ago, and this little kid who I didn't see because my back was to the room wanted to come up and pet our dog Dylan, but she'd like snot and boogers and her finger up her nose and my husband's like don't let that kid pet our dog it's so gross and I turned around and I was like what she's like she's got boogers and her hands <laughs> her. her nose kick her back. Like, am I supposed to tell 
Little four-year-old girl. Now you got boogers. <laughs> see, my dog Sorry. bites. My dog bites. Like, what's he not? Well, Every she doesn't need to know that. Every other kid had been petting our dog. Oh Everybody would come over. And I'm supposed to go to this little sweet blonde cherub face kid with snot dripping out of her nose and a finger and a finger up it. You can't pet him because you got booger fingers. Yes. Yeah, you <laughs> know what? As as the father of a four-year-old, by the time that kid is out walking around the neighborhood by himself, he knows his nose is running. Like he knows sure. it's time to blow my nose and wipe it. Like you don't just let the shit drain down all fucking day. <laughs> like, no, clean yourself up. Face. Have Just some pride. Finger up her nose, coming up to me like, "Can I pet your dog?" No, have some self respect. Like this is embarrassing for both of us. Um. So so Jerry finally gets home, and we talked about this with Camp Nowhere. There's another in home rep trying to pitch right. this summer camp. Like no, three salesman. Yeah. Three four, three four grand for a summer camp back then. That's like ten times as much today. So it was yeah. worth it to him to send somebody individually to all these people who are interested and do the big pitch. What's weird yeah. is he's obviously like a, a plane flight away. He flies to this camp. So they just have this guy going like you're you're working our Arkansas area, like hop on the plane. That's, a, that's the thing. I, I was trying to guess. I'm like, is this is this the Smoky Mountains? Is this I don't know. I North Carolina is what North Carolina. That's where the so, yeah. camp is. Okay. The kids wearing an Appalachia. He's wearing an Islander shirt. I don't know if we had any other. Uh, he said where he was from at one point, or um, when Tony read his like bio, he said, "I think he is from Long Island." Um, I'm Long pretty Island. sure. Yeah, he's from Long so Island. I think. You think Buster Scruggs, the door-to-door camp salesman, gets a commission? You think he has a territory? Has like, how did this work? I, back I, be- I believe he has a territory, and I believe he gets a commission from each fat kid he gets to go to this camp. Or do you think he has different camps? Because he doesn't oh. know what kind of kids going to be. It's like, oh, okay, oh, you got a daughter. Me, I could see that girl camp. Oh, your kid's fat. All right, here I, you go. I could, I could see him just having a territory where his company is a large conglomerate. That is just representing a lot of different camps. I I have sold shit door to door, and I'm telling you, that's a hard fucking life. Like that's that's rough. And yeah, I bet he does have more than just this one camp he's pushing to. Mm. I bet before the before the internet, it was a lot easier. But yeah, now now where you can just yeah. take two seconds, and be like camps, right? Oh, sign up online. Why are you coming to my door? Get off my <laughs> get 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 off of my porch. I have a gun. This is America. The, yeah. the, the other thought that I had here was, is it possible that um, I can't think of the mom's name, but Maury and whatever the mom Garner are like contacted mm-hmm. the camp and requested this man come out to like pitch their kid on it? Because like it seems like they're all in. They are decided they would need to get Jerry on board by showing him this video of how cool the camp is. I, I don't I just I'm curious about the logistics of how all this goes. We'll never know because we'll never we don't do know. this anymore. We just get everything no. off the internet. It's a bygone no, era. If you guys want to do a spinoff and just follow Tim Blake Nelson around, I, I think I'd be into that. I don't think he'd be interested in making it. But no, he would not. We can, you know, we can what, what I wish that they had this now. Um, when we were young, this would have been, oh, God, I might have been in middle school still, like seventh, eighth grade. On Disney Channel, they had a show called Bug Juice that was a reality show mm-hmm. at a summer camp. And it was it was it was good. It was like it legitimately like you watch these kids make friends, lose friendships, have a crush on somebody like it was a quality reality show. I'm like, yeah, that kids need that now. I loved that as a kid and I would 
I checked on Disney Plus. Bugs? They don't have it. I'd watch it did, again. Did they, put, did they put real bugs in the bug juice? Or, no, it was it was just, just tang. <laughs> but they called just, it bug just juice. Tang. <laughs> just tang or some kind of some kind of you know Kool Aid or. I thought it was. Awesome I thought Kool-Aid. it was something to attra- I thought it was something to attract bugs to keep them away from people. But no, it's something you drink. Yeah, it's, it's just you know it's, it's it's puppy chow and what are they, what's that one with the worms and the dirt? Is this called worms and dirt? No, it's no, just no. dirt. <laughs> right? Mud. The mud. Yeah, the worms and mud. the crushed mud. Oreos. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah, yeah. same shit. To, I, I remember in elementary school. I forgot what occasion. Maybe it was Halloween when we would do that. Like first you take the pudding. And you crumble they up the, be giving the us Oreos, that. fucking put it in that, so there. and then another layer of pudding, and yeah. then a bunch of other shit, and then you put you got to dig the worms. Oh, worms. You know what? <laughs> I just got an idea. Tomorrow, tomorrow <laughs> I day off tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna you be make a good it day. Mud. You're making some oh, mud. I'm making some mud. It's gonna oh, happen. I'm gonna make brother. a make a money plug. mud. Money, money mud. mud. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a if there's a Dairy Queen by you, they have a oh, puppy chow blizzard. It's very that. good. Oh, we went. Um, we went to this uh, ice cream place in town where we used to have a, a perfect ice cream place that we used to always go to. We moved away from that one, and we've been trying to find a great ice cream place in town since 2017, 2016. Mm-hmm. We got. We went to one that's new, and they had puppy chow ice cream, and I almost got it. Instead, I got pecan praline because I'm like, that's mm-hmm. that's the okay. blackest flavor you could imagine. Just a molasses based pecan candy. Like yeah. pecan praline is delicious. I was gonna, I'm I was gonna try to do Bill Dotrieve's family. <laughs> William Fontaine de la Tour Dotrieve. Guillaume. Oh, Guillaume. No, no, um, no. This here's velveteen, not velvet. Yeah, 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 must well, know the difference. I'm surprised you would have any trouble finding like really good ice cream. Your your town's like Columbus, where yeah, everything just kind of shows up. They're like, you want to know what average is? Well, I'll tell you, yeah. we've got we've got a bunch of ice cream places. There's there we have a couple of chains. Of course, we have a Cold Stone. Has has Andy's made it out to you? There's Ooh, no Andy's custard. No I Andy's. Fucking, I mean, I fucking we, love we are Andes. we are lousy with custard. The problem oh, is okay. everywhere that you don't we like want to. No, it's delicious. We have a lot okay. of it. The okay. problem is all the places that we go to get our ice cream are all like 15, 20 minutes away. I want one sure. that's right in town, and we mm-hmm. have one that's right in town now. I think there's also a Mexican ice cream place near us that. Um, I have not gone to yet, but it too sweet that um, what what I fuck with call it. Can you get a concha in there? Yeah, yeah, if you want, if you want to, is is that that the, the, the weird the, colored the biscuit bread thing. that's all? Yeah, yeah, it's no, no, no. <laughs> Put thank it you. Top of the sweet bread. No, they pull us back. I can't believe it's me saying this. Yeah, let's get back on task. Um, so, okay, so we have this whole scene with the you know the guy pitching him on the camp, and at this point, I realized like there's a lot of lines I remember from this movie still. So let's go ahead and quick do some potent quotables before we get to the camp. What did you say? There's two that were back to back in this scene, where I'm like, this, this, yeah, I remember both of these. The one is, I think Jerry's looking directly into the camera, probably for the trailer. And he's like, I'm not going to camp with a bunch of fat loads. And then his dad is like, no, come on. It'll be good. He's like, you're fatter than I am. Why don't you go to the camp? <laughs> Just like, get, those, get his those ass, are both Jerry. In, those are both in the trailer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> tell them, tell that Jeffrey Tambor son of a bitch. Like, yeah. that was fat good. Loads is what got me. Fat like, loads. <laughs> not going to get a bunch of fat loads. Um, the 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 skinny wieners line, skinny wieners, this from is, Young Keenan Thompson. 
Yes, this is where I'm like, when you know who's like behind the scenes, you're like, okay, this was very clearly like, it's like Judd yeah, Apatow, Judd Apatow all movie. those, like... yeah, and you're like, okay, I don't know if little kid, not, they're not, and that, I thought like Jerry was originally like a freshman in high school, because that whole like school's out for summer, but maybe it's like a middle school, high school combo. Yeah. But they originally say he's like 11. I'm like, what 11 year old is going to realize right. like, skinny wiener is an insult? Yeah. <laughs> skinny wiener. <laughs> There's that one. There's um, Lars. Please put your fat finger down. Just like screaming at a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's just, I don't know how many times in college one of my friends would say, Dear campers, lunch has been yeah. canceled due to a lack of muscle. <laughs> Deal with, with it. it. <laughs> like, Deal with we, it. That was said so many times in college. Oh, this movie's well written. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's well written fine, fine. yeah you, you got your point across i no. hear you probably hear you. has a bad taste i think that's, that's what's correct going on here. hey i'm just, i don't deny it i i like terrible movies and tv shows that's fire yeah yeah i mean yeah. dana still loves outside providence um mm, favorite movie a place and time guys <laughs> from a place and time. so after a short uh plane ride scene which that's where we meet keenan who walks up you're going to fat camp, right? Because you're fat. That's your dad, <laughs> is that, isn't it? I thought that was your dad. Now, that Why would you ask that? You're fat, too. Who walks up to somebody and says something like that? Oh, Especially it's so good. On airplanes where when you're fat, you're already uncomfortable. Yeah. Immediately, the entire time. Yeah. No matter what. Well, and I, I recently heard him on Vanessa Bayer's podcast, and okay. he was talking about how, I don't know if it was this movie or all that he was talking about but he was like i look back at my stuff when i was younger his his voice now is much deeper than mine like his regular speaking voice he sounds like prince and he's like i look back at my stuff now i'm like my shit was high my voice was high as fuck my shit was high was it's just like knuckle buck, yeah i'm like that's that's really his that's really high is high. he's a fat dude like, oh my god like his yeah. voice is high at this young age mm-hmm. um yeah. very cute though. Like young kingdom is adorable durable. But yeah, when he opened his mouth, I was like, "Whoa, this is." Yeah. I was like, "What is Keenan like nine? Like, it was very he much felt, a young he kid. felt very young. Um, That's your fat. That's your yeah. bad. He's fat too. <laughs> fat too. Uh, but they they do a nice thing when they kind of you know introduce us to Camp Hope and these campers. Um, it seems like this is going to be like legitimately the best camp ever. Like, if you don't know the twist yeah. in this movie, like, oh, we're going to watch him have fun all summer. Um, Pat, the bus driver, fun as hell. Pat seems like yeah. a great fun hang. And then all the boys at this camp are super friendly. And it's like it's rare to have a camp movie where every camper gets along for the whole thing and nobody's well, like bullying anybody else. Well, there's that really sweet moment where like Keenan's like, camp's great because no one picks on you because they're all fat. You know? His voice. <laughs> no one's a fat kid because we're all the fat kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I'm like, yeah, this that makes sense. And to, to watch Jerry react to that, and he's like, oh, that that sounds pretty nice. And I'm like, yeah, this is yeah. gonna be a great summer. Um, Very adorable. Yeah, uh, we get to the camp. They talk about the blob a lot, like before he gets to camp. I think that's the the blob and the go karts sell them on this camp. But the blob, uh, for those who have not seen it, this thing has to be like what like 60 feet by 40 feet it's like a yeah. huge balloon you That's lay on one end dangerous. somebody jumps onto it and flops you into the lake um 
when I was a kid, there was nothing in my life I wanted to do more than get on the blob. I have memories every time we went somewhere that was like a lake or the ocean. I kind of had my head on the swivel where I'm like, is there a blob here? Like, is there... Is there a blob? Can I can I get on the blob? I've never are seen we, one in real life. Are we blob adjacent right now? Are, are we, we blob? Right? Are we blobbing? Are we blob We're people right this blob? lake? And I've never seen the blob. And I, yeah. it's sad to me that I've never seen that. Yeah, because there's, there's at one point where bus driver Pat he I thought he was gonna like flip into the blob, like he was doing like a <laughs> swan dive, and at some point he was gonna tuck and land on his back. He literally like yeah. launches off this thing and lands at such an angle that I was like, I'm amazed Pat was able to finish. Oh, that that is broken like, his back. Good, Your neck is broken. Yeah, so I feel like you scorpion yourself. You can have a lot of fun. Is a hazard. You can have a lot of fun on a like just a big pillow that doesn't have enough air in it. You can have a lot of fun with that. I didn't figure that out. There's like this is something that we just wanted to have in the lake floating, and then it and then it sprung a leak, and someone's like, well. Cowabunga, and then someone's Jump on the, on the bitch, and and then they get launched in the air like holy shit, he's cool. gonna die. You know, we it seems it. like so much. We'll call it fun. the blob. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's watch. another. Greg Abbott's gonna put one of these in the Rio Grande. Oh, oh god, oh we no, are. he's oh. putting things in the water with razor yeah. wire on them. I know. What the fuck are it's you doing? Blob Ooh, people it's... back into Mexico. I Just swear, fire. Texas has real problems to work on, man. <laughs> like razor wire with the Rio Grande is not one of them. He's got some. Oh, he's got some. He's he's got some donors from Big Bowie and Big Barbed yeah. Wire that, that, that yeah. he needs to satisfy. So yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's how it goes. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um, yeah. They have a, another scene after we see them. I think it's either right before or after the blob scene where they hide all their candy. Um, another scene. I remember shot for shot, including the song that they play in this thing. Like I was whistling the song while they're hiding all the candy. Um, what song is it? it's an instrumental a lot of the music in this movie i was getting peewee's big adventure or like knock off peewee's big adventure that's very much how the music sounds very much how the music that feel of danny elfman to me i think it was um so in this candy hiding scene we're introduced to a kid he has a name but he doesn't really get to do a whole lot i just call him pugsley the whole time because he's pugsley from the adam sandy movies he traveled all the way. Oh, did that blow your mind, Dana? Did you not recognize him? Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna watch. Ooh, that's giving mm. me a movie we should watch next. I Ooh. thought about can I do Adam's Family Values as a summer camp movie? Because they're at summer camp, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's for most of the movie. I think they're only there for a little bit of it. I have to go back and rewatch to see how much they're there for it. Um, but okay. Pugsley, he really traveled all the way to camp with two full salamis taped to his back. <laughs> like, talk about uncomfortable on an airplane. Two full salamis taped to your back? It's also like I'm like, oh, this is totally pre 9 11 because like he's got salamis <laughs> down his back, right? The other kid chocolate taped to his. Stuff. There's like a lot that, of nonsense going on. Nicholas flew from England <laughs> with with a whole layer of chocolate under his shirt. Um, that one kid also, is like a drug dealer with the with the <laughs> dime bags case. full of candy. <laughs> Also, I don't know why I thought Judd Apatow had done Pee-wee's Pee-wee Herman. That's Tim Burton. Please forgive oh, me. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I didn't even correct you, and I should have. I should Sorry. have heard that. Correct like, the record. I'm an, um, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. But, yeah, the, the scene of them hiding the candy, I remember it legitimately shot for shot. The part where they open up, like, the the bed knob or whatever and, like, dump it down there. The hidden part. The, yes, Andrew Lansbury. Is that um, really? That's, uh, that's what a bed knob is? I think it's a bed knob. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a bed knob. 
Um, <laughs> if, you're, if you're if you're hiding your food that way, it's evidence of a problem. You, you, you had a problem. You got to yeah talk to somebody. Bro. Yeah. yeah so, that. Also, if this is something, it's like oh, this is kind of like par for the course. Everybody unload your candy and your treats and the bed knobs and the broomsticks and the this and the that. Mm-hmm. Mice, rats. Oh my god. Ants. Bears. Like, that's that how you get bears. That's how you, that is grossest. how you get bears. Bees, yeah. bees out the wazoo with all this sugar all located together. We're going to yeah. have ants. We're going to have ants. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there's yes. just, I mean, I, that, that scene was pivotal to me as a kid. I remember thinking there's that part where they open up the bed knob and they pull out like a whole string of candy. How did you attach that? Because like, it hooked onto something or I was coming up, but. Fall down the, it's and at the fun. very end, they pull up a rat or some shit. Yeah, that's, I mean, what, that's real. That's too real, though. Yes, that's too yeah, real. There's five thousand centipedes in here now. <laughs> yeah, but hey, approaches. I always everywhere. I say this about kids. I say yeah. this about kids all the time. They're stupid. So, stupid as hell. But it worked yeah. out for them. They seem to eat the food. No one got you know botulism or anything or somehow or, no. Uh, Arabies. Well, so, well it gets soup. it gets taken away pretty quick. But yeah, I mean, well, they would get some kind of trichinosis from that meat. I mean, Tr- you just have well, jelly meats just sitting out everywhere. You might have know this, but salami pretty... out for a very yeah. fucking long time. That's still okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the like, salted cured meats do yeah. last. I think, a long time. I think it's twenty-one days before it dries out, and it's uh, that's inedible, But uh, still, though, I'm yeah. I'm I think they travel. They yeah. picked the meats that were like, oh, these ones have sailed around the world. Mm-hmm. Like they came up with this because they were bringing it to the new world. Yum. Arby's. <laughs> we got the meats. We have the meats. Have um, got either way. Yeah. So we go from the candy hiding scene to meet the Bushkins. Uh, the adorable couple. Lovely old folks. But they're uh, broke. And Mira. And I, my, I, this is the only, and I know this may come as a shock. The only major plot hole I had in this movie was the fact mm-hmm. that the camp counselors had no idea that their bosses had sold the camp. This this is the giant plot hole. This is the only <laughs> one. This is the only one. Like <laughs> he Tony has a whole other team of counselors. <laughs> so yeah, like you didn't meet was... your new boss. You didn't uh, they didn't give you yeah. a shirt to wear. Like you're as surprised as everybody the camp nurse. On her first year, doesn't yeah. know who she's working for. This like is, that's this a is problem. Presumably, the first night of the first day. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, a bus with all the new people had to show up, and no one knew a goddamn thing. Nobody. Incredible. You would have thought Tony might have gotten them a new bus, even with his name yeah. on it or some shit. None of that. It, it all happened in the past. You know. Yeah. The, the deal hours. went. The deal went through at three p.m. Do it. <laughs> yep. Do just, it. That I gotta buy this. I gotta buy this camp. Do it. You gotta do it. Buy this camp. Then watching the scene where they describe losing it all and going bankrupt, as a kid, I didn't get, as an adult, this is a devastating scene. This man is an old yeah. man. He has nothing to fall back on. Mm. I mean, the, the scene where he comes back and says, never let anyone sign your checks. I'm like, oh, no, you got screwed. It wasn't even like you did bad at business. Uh, you got swindled. Uh, at his age, hopefully there's... Yeah, so, some social security going on. So I don't know, and, and and end up in a flop house or anything. But flop house, they might based. end up. They might end up in a flop house. Yeah, you flopping. The, the thing that I thought was very funny is that you're saying like this old man, like Jerry Stiller winds up he, like 30 years later. He's still like kicking. Like he was around. Well, he's not for a, a dying man, but <laughs> he's got to be near retirement like, age. 
He's played an old man for like forever, like so Seinfeld. Yeah. From like eight from 1985 on, he was an old man. Yeah, he's still an old man now. It's true. Yeah, um, I don't know if he's still with us, but you know, like he's, forty years. He's got. He's got to. He cannot still. Hang on. He cannot still be. <laughs> Let's we'll 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 I hope, I hope not, he's alive. I, I vaguely oh recall him dying. I got some. I got some bad news. 2014. <laughs> 2020 he was okay. 90 92 years fun man okay well yeah. hope it wasn't the covid in 2020 you, you never know, know. What i'm saying like that's we like nowadays so, like he was probably like a couple years older than us in 1995 yeah so he was old he was a spry six he was a spry 68 when this came out okay well that's, that's, okay, that's old that's, yeah that's you, you, if you lose okay. it all at 68 it's, that's very sad yeah you know, he's social he's he's getting checks but apparently yeah, he's been he's, signed, he's been signing them over Yep. To someone for what? I have no Probably idea. Ben Stiller. Oh, um, so this is where though. I think he bought it uh, outright. He he did buy them outright. Yeah, he didn't swindle them. Yeah. Um, but this is where we meet Tony Perkins. Uh very strange to me he's not Tony Perkins. Because <laughs> like it's yeah, I want to say Perkins every time. Tony Perkins. Um, I wonder if like that. I we can't do that. Anthony yeah. Anthony Perkins played uh Norman Bates in the original psycho, right? Oh correct. There you go. Correct. All right. So I was thinking that, Andy Circus. I, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't want that name associated with character. Well, then come up with something like yeah. I thought that was a weird choice. Perfect. It's it's strange. Um, but so to me, this is a very underrated Ben Stiller performance, mostly because he's so young in this. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Ben Stiller didn't do a whole lot of like leading man type stuff before something about Mary. So like this is a few years before that, and he is chewing up the scenery this is basically a jim carrey performance that he's doing <laughs> like he's so over he, the top he had his tv show though so like to me this oh, felt he like did he did TV. it didn't last long because i don't no. think anybody got it same but time like, john leguizamo had a show yeah like i yeah. think this is i was just trying to look up his credits and now of course i, I lost it but... well you blew it he did a few did a few i mean he'd been things. in some stuff but I, mm-hmm. I think of his career starting like blowing up with something about Mary. And that's probably not super accurate. I think it might mm-hmm. be my age to be aware Before of who this he was. Reality bites. Yeah, uh, that's a big one. For him. Yeah, it's a big one. But that was that, that was the year before this, so that that probably okay. blew him up. And he's like, "I'll do a kids movie. I I, yeah. I, I can use some cash." That's but fine. he is around the same time. He is really. I mean, he is so big in this role, and like again. That to me separates this a little bit from White from um, Dodgeball. Similar character, but the energy of of Tony is so high. Like he never calms down. He's never relaxed. He is on edge at all times. And like I I don't know that we have this kind of a fitness personality in the modern era. Um, no. It feels like like our modern fitness influencers are way more understated and like faux spiritual than this yes um yes. i'm gonna toss a name out there to see if you guys remember this person remember who susan powder is i was just gonna say that he's playing so susan what, powder. something insanity like what was I, I forget I forget what her shit was called but i i remember i mean i remember her from being like a lady with a shaved head at a time when that was not a thing but i remember her specifically from an episode of fresh prince where she is um uncle phil's personal trainer catches will making fun of uncle over being fat and then makes him wear a fat suit and like her energy is this where it's it's like she just wakes up in the morning and like springboards out of bed and sprints everywhere she's going all the time um 
watching this as an adult, I came to the realization Tony's unwell. Did not pick up on this as a kid. But no, there's a, really? well, no. I, I knew I knew he was nuts, but I thought he was mm-hmm. like, you know, like comedy nuts. There's a line he drops in his introduction that I had never noticed before, where he points out this is the first time in his life he's ever interacted with children. <laughs> like, yes. I did not realize that until today. I'm like, oh, so that changes things a little bit. Yeah, homeschooled line. and like with an oppressive dad who was just never pleased by anything he did. The hmm. finest mm-hmm. tutors. This is the first time I've ever been around children. I'm like, this <laughs> first time I've ever interacted with children. Is <laughs> that yeah. okay? No, that that realization. I'm like, well, that changes a lot of how I interpret this character. Um, yeah, we go from you know meeting Tony and him kind of having way too much energy. The shot of him running down the aisle trying to get high fives and no one giving him any made me laugh a lot again too. It- it's also that lady from uh, like Jillian. Is it Jillian Michaels from Biggest Loser? It's also giving oh, that was yeah. like our last yes. crazy yes fitness person. I feel God. like she. I would really go back and watch that people. I'd watch the early seasons of that show because that is it was good. It, it, was, yeah. it was great reality TV. They changed it yeah. after a little while to get rid of like that giant table of snacks in the middle of their house, mm. the temptation table, where it's like, you're here to get well. I have all your favorite foods just sitting in a cool. You can just take them whenever you want. Mm. Like, it's fucked up. Mm. People who had their own TV shows, the people who did the infomercials, like Tony Little and the Gazelle. Oh, Tony Little and the Gazelle writer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, G- was His thing is Gilad. Do you remember G- Gilad? I don't. I remember a um, fella who was it was advertising something. He was uh you got Billy Blanks who were about bo- bo- uh, you had Body by Jake. Body by Jake. Yep. Yeah. Um, we had this whole this was a whole thing back. I mean, who was who was 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 Buns of Steel a person or was that just Denise like a, a lot of people? Denise Austin. Wow, Dave. Wow, <laughs> Dave. Just, uh, holy yes. shit. My, my mom had the videotapes and I'm like, I my mom had them. And then I started watching the videotapes. I'm like, I'm not watching this yeah. for strong She buns. had buns of steel and abs of I'm steel. Like, I'm not butts. having abs. You're 45. Yeah. 45 I'm looking at butts. And it was big hair, too. It was like the oh, yeah. video was made in the late 80s. I, I was watching it in the yeah. early like, 90s. So I was like, this hair great keys hair. to the gods. Great hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like Jane Fonda started it with like her like aerobicide. Jane Fonda had that. And then, of course, um, Suzanne Summers, the thigh master. S- and then Richard Simmons. We, we used to watch Richard Simmons in Sweating like to the oldies. Sweat to yep. the old, in middle school, like in the yeah. winter, like there was only so much you could do. So there uh-huh. were these stations around the gym, and one of the stations was just watching Sweating to the oldies. Sweating to the oldies. Incredible. And Man. we would do it, and you'd be like, we, I mean, we did we did Tybo in gym. I think seventh grade or eighth grade. We had but a whole that, unit that was just Tybo every day. That asshole did that. Finding Richard Simmons podcast, yep. and at the end, he he finds him at the. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil this. <laughs> finds him at the house, talks to him. He's like, yeah, finds I just live him. In, I just yeah, live in my like, house. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just I don't want to come out. I'm fine. And, and people have been coming at me for a long time. I just kind of want to be alone. Yeah. And he's like, "Is this really the truth?" It's like it appears to be the truth. Like, yeah, you talk to him. He's fine. He's at the house. This is supposed to be. This is supposed to be six episodes. I'm shortening it to five because the last yep. one was supposed to be me. Trying to help him, but he doesn't need my help. No, he's fine. He doesn't need help. He's like, leave the me the fuck alone. Biggest, yeah. who, who told you where I live? <laughs> the biggest fucking face plant of a podcast I've ever yeah. listened to in my entire life. Incredible. It was it was embarrassing. It was very Incredible. embarrassing. It, it was it was uh Geraldo opening up um the vault. Uh whose vault Al Capone, was Al Capone's yeah. vault. Finding Al Capone. not mm-hmm. a goddamn one one broken chair, that was it. Um so 
after we meet Tony and he kind of has his big introduction, we have a dance party here. And Lars is just doing the most. Lars, he Wait, his outfit right is crazy. After it? It's not long after, is it? Because he oh, this, I... this this is after he busts them for having their candy, right? Yeah, yeah. They, okay. they, yeah. They, they took all the candy away, and you met Lars, and he's just odd, odd fellow. Yeah, um, Lars has that... deviated septum. They have the, the yeah yes. the gliding scene. The gliding scene. Which you wouldn't be ter- you wouldn't be terrified watching me sleep, but. <laughs> But severely deviated a, septum because we don't have surgery in my country, so I make oh, a very easy sound when I speak when I sleep. Don't worry, I'm fine. The <laughs> accent you guys are doing is much. I was like, "Where's this gentleman supposed to be?" Very is far very, away. Very, very, very. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in the Alps. Very Deep far away. That's not the accent. I can't do it, and that's shame on me. So yeah, there's a couple of scenes. They have a, a baseball scene where, of course, they're bad at baseball. Um, that scene, though, the MVP that... kids weren't going to softball either because they're doing no. softball, which makes no. I had I had a real problem with that camp, with that scene. As <laughs> an, I was just like, also, kids wouldn't go to an MVP camp where, like, if you, I don't know. As an you don't, athlete, you don't you, go to you don't go to camp MVP and then beat up on the fat unathletic kids. That's well, not helping you get like better at your sport. May, no, it's the first week. They're like we, we, we it's it's like how uh, in college oh, you, preseason you, game you, against you FCS get, opponent. Uh, yeah, you get. Uh, oh, that's a good yeah. one. We're playing. Yeah. We're playing University of Idaho at Boise, not Boise State. <laughs> University of Idaho at Boise. Welcome back to college football. <laughs> University of Texas taking on Sam Houston State. <laughs> oh, Sam Houston. Yeah, that's, Austin. Uh, that's Alabama funny. versus Texas. Austin P. Austin P. It's also if you are like an MVP, like you're gonna go to like different baseball. It just doesn't. You wouldn't go to like the middle of nowhere camp. Right, a generic sports camp. That's just so, a confidence building. You would go just, to Tony Gwynn's baseball camp or whatever. In and, the if it's not, and and if it's not a confidence builder, it's like camp MVP. It's like a sadism camp. We just want to beat <laughs> up on, on on the weak to make ourselves feel strong. That's it's, it's a bully it's camp. Sad. It's a camp for bullies. It's sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, and, and dummies yeah. too at the end. That, oh, that kid, that kid at the end. We're gonna talk about that dumbass kid at the Ooh. end. Um, So, yeah, we we have this dance party, which is another it's a scene that I remember very, very, very well. The music and everything in it. Um, Lars, they point out his outfit. He's got on like, I think, two or three button ups. (laughs) They're Uh all tucked into his pants. Pants Uh are way too tight. Shirts are way too tight. He's dancing a lot. Um, In my memory, the girls at this camp are from an eating disorder camp. Like in in my memory, they were all they weren't. Oh, it's just they one. weren't it's just one but i think in my mind they all were and it's like i thought they edited that part out of the movie for disney plus i'm like oh they removed yeah. that line then at the end, i'm like oh no it's just one casual bulimia joke yeah, <laughs> like just, i didn't <laughs> didn't realize Austin. it was oh just the one girl yeah that's Throw sad that's fucking yeah. sad um but i did think and we we've seen a number of these scenes we'll have more of them coming up they do a good job of like summing up how awkward it is to be at a dance at that age. The girls are afraid yeah. of the boys. The boys are afraid of the girls. No one yep. is talking to each other. Opposite sides of the room. Like this, this yep. felt appropriate for their age to me. I, like I definitely, I definitely went to a couple gigs. Is what we oh, called God, them. I, gigs. Yeah, in man. I, the, the gig was. The, oof, remember my first one. Yeah, very embarrassing. Not, not ready. 
Yeah, the yes. uh, it might have been an acronym because our school was Gregory, so obviously that's with a G. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the 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 gigs at Gregory were the school, the middle school dances, and okay. I think they had them separated out where there was like a sixth grade gig and then like a seventh and eighth grade gig that was after that. So like, just the sixth yeah. graders could like be awkward by themselves, and then the seventh and eighth graders who like were were basically horny kids going through puberty were able to have their own time. Yes. Um. But yeah, this this felt like a gig to me. There was a lot of, I I like that girl and I want to go talk to her. I can't. I just I cannot do it. Which is kind of how a lot of this felt. I'm gonna go dry heave in the bathroom really quick when I think <laughs> even think about it. Oh, well, I've been late for a while. I I was always very very nervous. Yeah, very I wasn't nervous. ready. I was not ready. Um, one thing I thought was interesting though during the scene when they finally get it going, which it's like Paul Feig and Pat and the nurse start dancing. Wait, Paul Feig. <laughs> this would not get That's kids going. No. That would make them like even more embarrassed. Like, oh my god, the adults are dancing. Ugh. I don't know what but, you do to make it work, but not this. Yeah. But eventually everybody's out there dancing, and then like Tony kills it. And it's like, oh, yeah. the second because I think he wanted to embarrass them. I feel yeah. like the whole point of everything he did is does in this film is like i'm gonna make you play baseball to make you feel bad about yourselves i'm gonna invite uh-huh. the girl capers over so you like fall flat on your face but then they started having fun and he's like get rid of it shut it well, down. that's why you didn't have the girls come from a fat camp <laughs> like these were all like in shape skinny girls to make fun of the fat kids should they yeah, come they... from lambda moo or whatever yeah, the, fuck the, the omega moves should have shown omega, yeah, Omi- Mo, omega moo yeah. summer camp the moves we know how to party um oh, but yeah it was it was sad to have him break it up uh jerry you know had a girl that he liked that one kid with the spiky hair and lay miz shirt had a girl that he liked they, they were they were doing well and it just he had to come and ruin it um a little bit after this uh we get the way in that kind of serves as the the turning point in the movie um another scene I remembered super well because he has was he goes through all the boys they find out right away that Sims is the fattest boy in camp. Um, mm-hmm. Jerry has gained one pound, and he's disappointed at that. But he's like, we're going to fix that. It's okay. Then he has Josh get onto the scale. <laughs> it's like, all right, Josh, get onto the scale. Get off the scale, Josh. <laughs> Just like immediately get on, get off. Grand opening, grand closing. Just get off the scale. <laughs> Was this the scene where he was like wanted to film the way in to show all the progress? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Cut the, make an info Roll the cameras. Cut the cameras. I've, <laughs> I've starved them. I've overexercised them. I've embarrassed them. They have to have lost weight now. No, you've gained so nine much. pounds. That's yeah. <laughs> just like what have you been doing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this movie and this character. I've said it before, but it reads very differently as an adult. Like understanding that this is a guy who grew up in the shadow of his father, the lighting fixture King Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. is finally like starting his own thing. He clearly has poured a shitload of money into turning this camp around based on, I'm going to have an infomercial and be famous and rich. And it's like all going wrong. Like no one is losing his fucking mind. I'm honestly thinking how much people who are in financial distress, how much could they really sell? the camp for it i'm i'm thinking bargain bay it wasn't that much money no way well, i don't i don't but I think, he also go ahead dana i was like the land i just thought they were gonna like the land uh, is what you're you're buying but not the tony perkis because he needs a he needs a thing because at one point he's like i need to sell x many units so he's yeah. already committed yeah 
selling this whole thing. Well, he's the Perkis system. This is all yeah, like going to become a whole a whole extended universe for him. But he just it's falling apart everywhere. Like I I I'd imagine he just like stays up at night panicking, <laughs> just like I don't know what's going on. Then you see these boys, and it's like, how the fuck did 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 Sims gain nine pounds? <laughs> like it's a lot to gain in a few weeks. Um, well, yeah. are we going to talk about that? That little Heidi spot they had. I was very. It was very dark. I oh, couldn't the, tell under the, what was oh, happening. oh, the the uh, the empty stump. So okay, so what happened in that yes. scene? There's a, there's a part in the beginning where there's a yeah. another boy who narks him out, who was a chipmunk last year. And when Tony goes for Perkis, yeah, he's he's like a junior counselor, basically. And so when they go to like raid the the bunk, he Tony's like, okay, we think that Tony has all of it because he gives poor Keenan a hug and somehow senses he's got a Pez dispenser in his sock. He's like, oh, my man is packing. (laughs) But like the sound effect of the bullets all falling out. (laughs) I was like, Very it's a Pez dispenser, not a fucking nine millimeter. Very like good. A revolver. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, is that? there's bullets landing over the fucking floor. But in that scene, they're getting ready to leave, and this other kid is like, "Hey, I was a chipmunk last year. Like, let me show you the yeah. hidden hidings with all the good shit in it." Later that. on, we find out the boys are paying him to like bring uh... candy and hide it in that tree stump because there's a shot of a guy coming to like pick up money. Do a dead drop, pick up money and drop off the contraband in a in a third location. And for some okay. reason, he takes off his ski mask before taking the money out. I'm like, well, now we know who you are. Like, the whole point of the ski mask is to be unidentified. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it's, that's yeah, the it same was very kid. Dark. I was like confused because I realized it was that kid, but then like Pat's yeah. also picking up food. And so yeah, yes, I, was I think like, I think I, I think Pat this. is paying him as well to, to put candy in there. But yeah, yeah, it's very much like you I was know. Trying to remember where I recognized that kid from. I think he was one of the friends in Rookie of the Year. He for sure was. Yeah, he's yep. the one that said. Did he say he's the one with the boat. Yes. Yeah. Funky he's the one with the boat. I thought the doctor says that when his arm like he, the, he does say that, and then the kid goes. But the kid say funky butt love. Say funky butt love. Yeah, we're doing that one. We're doing that one. It's very good. It's very, it's very summer. good. It's Chicago. Yeah. Angels in the we'll outfield should do that. No, oh, I think we have to do those back to back, probably with like bad news mm. bears mixed in the middle or some shit. Mm. Um, so so yeah, um, they they have this whole scene where Tony realizes everything is falling apart. He has a complete mental breakdown in this moment. Talks to himself, hypes himself up, and then blows up at the kids. And that's when like everything fucking goes nuts. He says we're gonna go on a twenty mile hike together, which is like. I'm not sure how long that would take you if you're in shape, <laughs> but if you're out of shape, that's like a full two or three day trip. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, mm-hmm. like, depending on how fast they're going, it could be. Yeah, that's a multiple day journey. Yeah, because just walking 20 miles on like flat ground would take you a very long time. So doing it up yeah. in the in the mountains and you are a bunch of kids who are in terrible shape. Like, no, that's not a good idea at all. Um, this leads to them like deciding to take over the camp, essentially. So they're on this on this hike with Tony. They do not feel safe because not only are they doing dangerous shit, this man is fully unhinged, just like jumps off a cliff and grabs onto it's, a branch and shit. It's giving a little bit. Have you ever seen when Ben Stiller, it was from an MTV video or MTV movie awards where he's like Tom Cruise spelled different like Tom Cruise. I Cruise's do remember that double. now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's giving a lot of that like 
because that was after Tom Cruise jumped on the couch, right? That was like that that same year when he was like, "I love this woman." <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, definitely I think it's around that same like, time. I don't I don't know if we knew this was inside Tom. I was like, "Is this foreshadow?" It was just like watching it back now. You're like, "Oh, this feels <laughs> oh, like now ben I Stiller's see." Tom was trying to ward all of us. <laughs> he was sending us subliminals. Like, jumps out on a random tree branch and yeah. does like does like a that branch should have broken Not like he he, he should have died yeah he yes. does a high bar exercise that's up, yeah. up on a branch from a dead tree <laughs> like that's yes. gonna break yes. um yeah like the kids watch this and they're like oh so we're all gonna die this is this is yellow jackets now <laughs> we're not getting back to camp yeah. um mm-hmm. they they have this whole thing where they hatch a plan to get him to chase uh, Josh and then like fall into this hole where they you know, they kind of disguised it. The scene of him saying, is it possible to do a sit up if you can't see your hair? I'm like, yeah, I remember exactly where this is going. Wait, see your hair or yes. see or hear? It should it was... be see or hear, but he they don't do anything to his ears. His ears are totally thought... fine. And they do a countdown one, two, three before he sits up. So he can definitely hear. I think mm. it's if you can't see your hair. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Okay. He hears just fine. They don't they don't plug his ears at all. I don't know. I think I it's know. see your hair. Dana, the, can you see your hair right now? I don't think people can normally see. I can't see mine. Dana, what hair? Last time I, I saw Dane. my hair, I, I'm, but I'm saying I'm, me either. I am Last time I saw my hair, up. Bush was in office. I'm looking straight up, and I'm looking to the right. <laughs> I don't see shit. Can't but see I it. think I think that was the whole point. Was like, of course you can. Like, let me show it to you. They lay him down. I they put a it. blindfold over his eyes. Josh, see or hear? I think it was supposed to be see or hear, and they didn't do the hear part. I, I I don't know for sure. All I know is Josh takes off his pants and underwear, basically opens his butt cheeks, and then Tony does a sit up into his butt, um, like. Yeah. Um, no, it should have been into a fart. That's what should have been into a fart. Gonna... Well, and they, they already had a fart joke where Nicholas farts in Jerry's face when they're when they're in in uh, Tony's house. So yeah, do another mm. fart joke. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it should I have been a fart. Was like, are you teabagging? Like, it just seems like a different level of humor. <laughs> just mooning, me. straight mooning. Um, but the 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 scene of of Tony responding to this by doing a double karate chop to his legs also very much in my mind still like I remember exactly the double karate chop to the legs and then Josh goes down um chase him around he falls into a hole uh they right away Jerry goes to the grown-ups who are trying to like contact an attorney to do this Wait, the, the right way this pit. A, he could have climbed out of it. Yes. B, I wanted some yellow jacket stakes in the bottom of it. That it should like, have been a punji pit. Yeah. I was gonna do that. The weird like sound they have oh, in the show. I can't. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's almost a little bit of Dune, but like, ah, but yeah, it's. Not. <laughs> I I I know my range and it's out of my range, but I, I can hear the sound. Now. <laughs> That's not that. Not that one. It's not. It's not that or <laughs> dueling <laughs> banjos. <laughs> It's so so yeah. Jerry goes to get the adults, who are again they're trying to find like a legal way to do this. Where they're like, can't we get the health inspector to come? Like this does not seem. Yeah, she's like, oh, they'll come in two weeks. I'm like, that is a bad CPS. 
We have yes. reports of a man torturing dozens of children. And you're like, oh, we'll give it a couple of weeks and we'll come out and check it on. That's that's pretty fucking bad. Um, yeah. But the adults in this moment, they go and they find out what's going on. Frankly, I was as a kid, I was like, oh, yeah, it's good. That you guys have a code word. Looking back, I'm like, for what? They know who you were here 20 seconds ago. <laughs> like, you don't have to give a code word to your best friend to let you into this barn. But they go in. They've got disguises, Perkis, man. Oh, disguises. something. They got Perkis tied up in an electrified fence, like inside of a little cell. Um, the so the adults, wild. they they are immediately like, you have to let him go. This is a serious crime. Yes. And then five seconds later, Pat's like, no, fuck this dude. <laughs> like, I'm all in. Well, because Tony was a dick. I know, but still. Tony insulted He's him. been kidnapped. It's also, what's that? It's giving when, doesn't Ben Stiller get kidnapped in Tropic Thunder too? He gets, like, kidnapped by the oh, I've only seen movie one time, but probably. <laughs> one time. It's very good. The one but he part, went... There are two parts of that movie that I remember. I'm not going to quote anything from it. <laughs> I probably shouldn't so, do that. But uh, not going to do that. You make me happy. The only yeah. clear memory I have from that movie is the, the booty juice. Is it booty juice or booty sweat? Is it booty, booty juice? sweat? Booty that sweat. sweat. Yeah, drink, you know. drink, drink booty sweat. Yo. Yeah, drink, drink booty, booty sweat. sweat. Who's booty butt cheeks? Booty um, Who's drinking booty sweat? That's boondocks. Um, yeah, booty butt but no, boondocks. He gets like kidnapped by some folks in the jungle, and the only way he gets them to like let him go, Ben Siller's character, who did the Just Jack, he went full. Yeah, I know. Don't say anything. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He does. He starts performing the show for them, and then he doesn't want to leave. Hold, but to me, I was like, on. "This is giving me Tropic Thunder." You, you yeah. said just Jack, which is um, that's that, that's Will and Grace. It's simple just, Jack. Just Jack, simple Jack, there simple, Jack. simple Jack, just Jack, just Jack is Will and Grace. Just Jack, <laughs> live for the his kidnapping. Oh my god! So okay, so he's he's kidnapped at this point. He's restrained. <laughs> he's held in a cell. Um. And of course, these kids do what kids would do. They have a full smorgasbord right after this. This must have been like the time of their lives to film this scene. Just yeah. food and pizza and you cover yourself in chocolate. Just fireworks. marshmallows everywhere. Fireworks run around. I mean, in my mind, they must have filmed this for like an hour. Just like go nuts for an hour, kids. Like have fucking fun. We'll use the best parts. Yeah. Um. So. The next morning, they wake up. Everyone must feel like shit. Uh, uh, maybe at that age, maybe not. If I did that now, I'd wake up feeling terrible. At 11, I might be okay still. Um, they were all passed out on the lawn looking like they were hungover. So it, I, I, I assume <clears throat> this is an homage to another movie I haven't seen because they shoot it like it's the morning after Gettysburg or whatever, which is like dead bodies all over the field and like a sweeping crane shot. I'm like, this must be from something else. I just don't recognize, but glory. Uh, no, sure. it was yeah. definitely, it was, I'm Stripes. sure it was supposed to be a, a, a gone with the wind homage. Could have been Maybe. that. Could have been there, that. There's a part where the camera rises and there's just like, oh, people. Oh, just the fire in Atlanta? In the field. Is it that yeah. one? The- that movie's no, nine hours long. I can't watch that shit. They long made fun. They uh, parodied it on the critic. Like, it's like, my, my great grand, great great grandfather, Archibald Scabies. Okay. Sorry, boys. I didn't <laughs> know it was contagious. Archibald as, Scabies. And, and everyone's itching, but in Gone with the Wind, it's just everyone's dying on the battlefield. Oh, the critic is so good. It's so good. Sorry um, so, the, I forgot this whole part happens. They have like a 
we fucked up last night. We overate. We didn't take this seriously. Let's get serious about getting in shape montage. And I'm like, oh, what? that's weird. <laughs> like, mean, I was like, did I? Now I we're going to work out for real. I'm like, why? Yeah, I wasn't paying Even super close Rocket attention. Had a montage. Right. But Pat was saying something like it's all about personal responsibility now yeah. and self control yeah. and Weird. he kept saying other stuff and I kind of turned I was like this is all it took for the kids to be yeah. like yeah uh, I do want to return, learn responsible eating and good healthy workout tips I was it like, was what? so weird and then that montage of them just like getting good at, at eating right I'm like this is fucking weird um, but it all mm-hmm. basically just sets us up for parents day and so parents yeah. day all the parents come they show them a video that's like, here's what's been really going on. And like, this is a pretty clever device to like, they, they introduce this, um, the videographer from the infomercial. And it's like, yeah. just this kind of a schlubby dude. And then later on, you find that Tony owes him money. And so I'm like, okay, so he's going to backstab Tony. That makes sense. This was pretty clever of a way to like show the parents. Here's what's been really going on. Like, no, your kid's been tortured all fucking summer. Um, yeah. As a parent myself, I would feel terrible. I would feel so bad. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like, what have I done to my kid? This is gonna be therapy now. Like, I I fucked up my kid forever now. Um, Shouldn't send your kid to fat camp. It's rude. Well, true, true. Uh, Tony bribes Nicholas, the British kid, presumably because his parents did not fly out from London. <laughs> yeah. So, Quick question though: How uh-huh. long do we think Tony was? You think that's just one day of them eating right no. and working out? And how long do you think Tony's it, in that? that in my mind, cage? it's like two weeks, it's a couple of weeks, I think. Hmm. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think it's a couple of weeks. Um, but like, yes, they. I mean, enough time for them to like not only clean the camp up, but also work in like power walking into their daily regimen and shit. Like, I think it's been a while. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Been a while. Yeah. So That's Tony good. bribes Nicholas with was that was that a real Hershey's kiss or did he make a fake one? He made a fake one. He made foil, a fake right? one out of tin foil. Yeah, he yeah. was like, "Oh, they gave me tin foil." Yeah. <laughs> so he he bribes him with a piece of chocolate, and then of course breaks out of the electrified you know cell that he's in. Um, he's a full on crazy person, which is why again it's probably been a couple of weeks of like isolation and starvation for him <laughs> to get to this point. I think, think it would be a year for it to been a day. Yeah. <laughs> if it was yeah later that uh, afternoon when he jumps onto the, that branch and you see him do the the flips and the dips yeah. i'm like that that's not gonna that's not gonna hold that guy's gonna die no. so yeah he's he's just a crazy guy he's, crazy he's lost it um he starts throwing glass on the floor yeah walking on. i i was right. imagining how insane it would be to like witness this happening in real life like who the fuck is this guy throwing glass and then like stomping on it and screaming like what is happening and here right Back handsprings on it. Yeah, like, doing so mm-hmm, many back mm-hmm. handsprings to the point that I think he only fell because he was, you know, his feet were slick with blood. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yeah. severely injured. And then, of course, you get uh, Jerry's dad, Maury, just Jeffrey Tambor knocking him out. Just give him a full on punch. Um, so th- this is the logical end of the movie. The kids expose Tony. Um, yeah. The they Tony's dad comes and like sells the camp to well I guess just leaves uh, Pat in charge of the camp, but like yeah. well he explains you know. like well uh, so uh, we're all gonna pay for you to head home y'all gonna get your money back and that's yeah. gonna do it. I'm like but well, but what about the rest of the no. summer? What are we gonna do? Uh, <laughs> I want to stay here. Well, so so long as we have someone who's willing to sign the insurance forms to be the uh, 
to to be the supervisor. And well, I guess you, you guys can you guys can say for the rest of the you guys can do it for the rest of the summer. Yeah, you can do it. Um, Just, yeah, and, yeah. And Pat's like, "Fuck yeah, bro! I got eighteen I'll years do it. or however much experience." Yeah. yeah, the the nurse had been there for one year. Uh, Paul Feig had been there for four, which is weird because that means that Paul Feig began going to this camp as a full on grown up. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. odd to think back on that he was fat mm-hmm. and now he's skinny. This has been there for four years. He, you know, he started. He was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll come work at this, you know, fun fat camp." But then I'm gonna get I my act together. So. Yeah, I could be know. the case. Um, so yeah, we we get that Pat's gonna take over the camp now. That is the logical end of this movie. You have vanquished Tony. Pat has the camp now. Maybe you want to do a flash forward to next summer and seeing all the boys get together again one more time, and then we set up for Love a sequel. It. That's not how this Love movie it. ends. Um. Yeah. They end with the competition against Camp MVP, which is weird because we haven't seen or talked about Camp MVP since like the 30 minute mark of the movie. Yeah, the softball they game. Were, yeah. yeah, the softball game. And there was one shot of them like driving by on a speedboat saying, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. No. That's very oh. funny. My that titty stink. Oh, did you it? Stink, you stink, you stink, you stink. Yeah, it was you stink, you stink, you stink. <laughs> it might have been you stink. It might, this might be this might be a Mandela effect thing. I thought it was <laughs> you suck. All right, you stink. Um, so yeah, we have that um, moment. We don't talk about them for an hour, and then it's like, oh, crash. we have to have we have to beat the it's like, what are we doing? Wouldn't it have been again? This was giving revenge of the nerds this event, but wouldn't it have been better if it was like there's got to be more camps in the area like let's have a couple more camps participate the, it should have been the, it should have been like a statewide or region-wide valley-wide yeah. even all the camps very, get together it's a very compact area where they did the competition yeah. everything's what was mean, it? they they obviously had they obviously had the race course that had to take up a little more space but everything mm-hmm. else seemed very very close together very cramped i mean it, they didn't have all that much room to shave balloons the shape. I'm balloons. very curious about it. I, I could not do that now. I'm sure. Why? Wait, is Why? that where did That's Josh a... then compete in the shaving one? Because we see him shave yeah. earlier. Yes. Oh, okay. Because okay. yeah. Josh knows how to shave, and he nice. can do the shaving of the balloon. Um. There it is. Were these called the Apache games? I don't think they're Apache. No, they weren't. Carolina. They weren't the Apache games. I thought oh, they were. What? A, they they had a name. For, well, I mean, the the guys from Camp Hope were dressed up like offensive Indian stereotypes. <laughs> so like they maybe were. it was. Yeah, it was some. It was some kind of a relay. It was something. There's something. It might have been the Apache relay. Yes, um, that might have been what it was called. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't need this. I don't think it added really anything to the movie. You can do no. this movie, or you can do this ending, or you can do the ending where they take out Tony. But you can't do both. Or if you're gonna do them both, you have them beat Camp MVP while Tony is still tied up, and then <clears> you get rid of Tony <throat> at the end. But like doing it this way, it's kind of like, oh. Okay, so we beat the big boss, and then we got to beat some thirteen-year-olds at, at a thing too. At the end of that, that's correct. Uh, you yeah. got it. No, it's mm-hmm. giving. I think I was just making this comparison last. Was it last week or the week before? Probably. <laughs> but it was like it's when you watch the movie Miracle and they beat Russia, and you're like, yeah. "This is awesome!" And it then they have the gold medal, right? like gold medal game, Sweden. <laughs> so I'm tell you, right. that. That final part when, when they're doing the countdown and it switches over to the Al Michaels version mm-hmm. of oh, the voiceover, fantastic! I had, I was feeling things. To do. Oh, was that good? Real that goosebumps. Good. Love um, that. That's a. Those are college kids. We could do, do that. I love. We could do that. Yes. We could do that. Yeah. So 
so Michael during this competition, USA. <laughs> USA. <laughs> <laughs> don't mean a thing. Yeah, they just kept breathing <laughs> real hard. That real um, hard. <laughs> so, so as part of this competition, they've got like a bunch of physical challenges they have to do, which of course Camp MVP is great at. Then they have the the balloon shaving, which we've talked about. Which I'm not sure what that has to do with fucking anything. Mm. Um, and you're shaving a balloon Delicate. with a straight razor, which like yeah. that. Oh. Was it a straight razor? I yeah, was not it was a straight I razor. Was, I thought it was a regular old. Uh, that was not a safety razor. That okay, was a, okay. a, a blade, a tactical folding knife, basically. Was um, there an egg toss, three legged race? There was no sack, egg toss. There race. was, there was. I'm not sure there was a sack race. They had to hop to get into the hall of knowledge or hall of intelligence or whatever. Uh, so, like, I don't think he had a sack. I think he was just hopping to get in there, like a bunny oh. hop kind of a thing. Um, but this is where, of Dizzy course. Bat? No, they should have dizzy bat. Um, real quick, my brother-in-law, who I know listens to our pod, sent us a, a video of him doing like drunk Olympics um, recently, where he did a dizzy bat. This motherfucker ran full speed into a tree, like shoulder oh. first. <clears throat> like I'm watching yeah. it, I'm seeing him fall. I'm like, anyway, to hit that tree, and he hits the tree so fucking hard, <laughs> like it is. Yeah. yeah, he hits that tree and is, he is down like it, it the, looked bad he got the up key he is, won so apparently but the the key is small rapid steps while mm-hmm. keeping your balance like this the guy uh one of the german guys in beer fest does it perfectly yeah because i i've done that too and you immediately i'm one of those people's like i'll flop over i'm i'm i'm, I'm done but it's like you have to create rapid some kind of centrifuge yeah, with, my, within my brother was running i'm like oh no and, and eventually after 10 to 15 seconds, you can somewhat balance yourself yeah. and move a little over to this side, but you'll eventually get straight on and you'll get to the beer and you can finish it. That. Yeah, they did not have Dizzy Bat for this, but they did have yeah. the Hall of Knowledge, which is where the kids from Camp Hope can catch up, basically. Like, I don't know how you guys have never won. These kids are dumb as right? hell. You should have caught up every year. Yeah. Um, but this they is have a new addition to the thing right? this year. I, I... So they have Josh shave the balloon. And, yeah. you know, this poor kid next to him is just covered in shaving cream because the moment he touches the balloon, it explodes every time. Yeah. Then um, you go inside and they have Nicholas do all of, you know, the knowledge stuff because British people are smart, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they have him identify pieces of art. I'm like, well, that's that's wild. <laughs> you know, all these pieces of fine art. Then yeah. they have him name some vice presidents. And, you know, the the fact that this is 1995, Al Gore has been VP for three years now, and this kid is like, I know Dan Quayle, and I'm like, well, yeah, but <laughs> like that was, I was like, oh, Republican him. bully, right? Like, I think that's, that's what they were getting that's, at here. That's, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, who wrote this? Yeah, was, it, was Jed Apatow? Okay, yeah, and he, he might have been trying to say something. With Republican and borderline illiterate cancel potatoes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they have that. And then Nicholas shows up and names a bunch of very obscure vice presidents. The only one I knew from his list was Mondale. John C. Calhoun. That's Mondale. <laughs> right? John C. Well, Calhoun. I'm like, Spiro Agnew. Oh, I didn't know Spiro Agnew. Spiro Agnew. Spiro Agnew. Nixon's, My God. Yeah. The, the original Nixon's. Donald Trump, huh? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Spiro Agnew. Slow burn about him? Ooh, uh, yeah. uh, oh, Bagman. The Rachel Maddow podcast about yes, him was. Bagman. That's what it was. That was yeah. such a tremendous piece of shit you, you, yeah. you hear like old recordings of him it's like yeah well uh you you guys in the media you're all just uh, the worst you're all liars mm-hmm. and you're all terrible people but but this was 1973 yeah and you just did not hear people talk about people no. in the media that way no back then. it was crazy yeah why 
wild. Amazing. Just fucking nuts. So yeah, he did name Agnew, which like that's that's a good one to name. Um, yeah. but oh, Agnew, <laughs> <to drama. laughs> I'll come into your house and wreck up the place. The Nixon for Futurama is the best. Um, so then they have, I, I feel like the jocks would just get stuck with all of the Hall of Knowledge stuff because, like, that kid is Correct. never going to shave a full balloon. You can't touch it without a You're never going to shave a full balloon. This kid doesn't know what art is and he doesn't know any vice presidents. So, like, how did he get? through this like they just you're you, you timed out you spent 10 minutes Maybe. here like it's go to the next thing i there's no way he would have known any of these it's, things but it's it's presumed that the uh camp hope kids were so far behind on the physical stuff that well, they, they were that that uh, <laughs> the other clear. kids uh, the other kids were eventually able to just stand there in front of the board and be like yeah, you get enough together. brains together even when they're done I mean, solving that equation then, with no calculator or paper or anything. Let me tell insane. you, some of those those paintings. Yeah. Uh, other than the Mona Lisa, I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I know the artist. I don't know what the I, fuck. I know. I know Botticelli's uh, Primavera. Picasso I know that was. one. I, I didn't know. I don't fucking know. I know the Primavera, but that's there's not a lot of those that I know. Those Europeans oh, and, then, and the art. They know a lot about art. They're very, they're very cultured. They um, think so anyway. But then we get to see like what's his name do the go kart thing. I thought he had never driven an actual go-kart before. he had never they set that up they he he oh really God. wanted to use the go-karts they had that scene where pat pushes him around in the go-kart because he never had a go-kart they, the what he said there was was sad and sweet where he's like i'm so slow i thought it would have been really really fun to go fast like just once i feel like i'm flying I'm like that's fucking sad bitch you'll get a car yeah. in a couple of years so you'll get a car yeah you get a car just relax um you were yeah, on an so, airplane you know how fast that thing is fast as fuck not only did he drive the go-kart pat is some kind of an automotive engineer because he like souped this motherfucker up overnight like this thing was like a rocket basically at that point he hit the nos on it he he flew kid literally flew um but yeah like i i didn't i didn't need this big thing at the end it just it felt it felt like they had two endings and they're like fuck it let's just do them both (laughs) like let's put them both back to back I feel like it ended, and they're like, "Well, this isn't this isn't this is a kids' movie. That's not fun. Like they need it's true <laughs> a more like tangible win than like just taking down the corporate bad guy." They're like, "Right." Eh, so the adults watching it are like, "Well, Ben Stiller got what he deserved. I'm good. I'm done." But, but <laughs> I'm but taking a nap. Like, Where's the fun? There's right? no fun there. So we need uh, some fun. We need to see this. It. This Go very part. much this Flying. feels like a Popcorn. reshoot. And yeah, then yeah. T and then the bag another go kart, which is his ass, like landed right on oh, right on top of his face, like directly, it's like it, ass <laughs> balls to face. He teabagged him, and then won. They love it. The race. That's what they did yeah. to Ben Stiller. Yeah. They fucking yeah. Goldberg teabag. I just kept they calling him Goldberg. Him. I did not call him Josh. I, yeah, Goldberg is very easy to call him. You know, and it just you know it feels to me like they didn't have they had the regular ending and probably like twenty more minutes in the middle of it of. Like Pat and that woman, like having a romance or whatever, and then the kids Whoa. and the test audience were like, "The fuck did I just watch?" So they cut out that part, made one reference to the Apache relay early in the movie, and then just have a second ending anyway. Um, yeah. And then, of course, at the end, Pat gets his kiss. So I'm just like, cool that Pat gets the girl. They just lumped a bunch of triumphs together on the end of this. They threw the the trophy into the lake, and I'm just like, you just have <laughs> triumph after triumph back to back to back. You literally just won them, and you're gonna toss in the what? 
Yeah, I don't give okay. two dams about this. <laughs> Fucking okay. weird, but uh, okay. Yeah, that's how the movie ends. Um, there's, there's. I was waiting to see if there was like a a post credit or mid credit scene. There's not. It's just the boys from the camp singing a song that none of us fucking know and didn't have any significance to the movie. So would have been great that. if they'd shown us them singing that song in the film or like sure. Yeah, no. They 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 had opportunities to do things and they just chose not to. Um, but one of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was a start of big things, the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Okay, so we're diving this week on Aaron Schwartz, who played Jerry. I know I'm supposed to pick a minor character. Most of the minor characters either didn't have a career at all or, like, didn't have anything fun to talk about. So the kid who played Nicholas, I was going to do him because I'm like, oh, he's so delightful in this. His one and only credit. Never appeared in anything else before or after this movie. Um, The kid who played Sims only had three total credits, and they're all, like, five years apart from each other. Um, And, of course, the kid who played Josh had a whole bunch of personal struggles. And if I was Dave, I'd pick him because his life has been... An unholy disaster. Oh, no. For there's that Goldberg? Yeah. There's, there, there's actually a way worse one that I that, that I put it brought up. Swami oh, Sam no. had a very had a very unfortunate uh, oh, God, that Pugsley? Really? Uh yeah. Pugsy Salami Sam, right? If if you click on if you're in Wikipedia and click on Joseph oh, Wayne no. Butler. Oh boy. I got some. I got some. When, 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 did, when did he die? 96? Uh, since 2018. Of in his what? sleep. Oh, oh no. boy! Well, well, it's a case of the case of the apnea. Yeah, oh. he died. That that is that's sad. It might not be as sad as what happened to Goldberg. Like Goldberg yeah. is living a waking nightmare every day of his life. Um, Goldberg, uh, he's currently on a stand-up comedy tour. I know, and, and, he, and he got twenty grand worth of new teeth, and yep. he's got a shot. I, I he hope got he a shot, on. but man, yeah. you never fucking know. But the yeah. only other one that I thought about doing was that really pretty girl from the dance scene who asked where the bathroom is. Uh, mm. She was on the cover of Playboy five years after this movie and then was like oh, a yeah. regular in Playboy and Playboy video stuff. Um, wow. And eventually she was on the girls next door. Like she was one of Hef's girlfriends for a little Let bit. I think. Right um, okay. <laughs> but th- there weren't enough interesting credits for me to justify it. And I'm just like, if all of her shit is like Playboy related and don't have any fun credits, I can't really talk about that. So yeah. I went with Aaron Schwartz. Um, yeah. He okay. has 34 total credits. This is his third credit. So this is very early in his career. He was previously in the Mighty Ducks. I don't remember him from that Carp. movie at all. He was in the first one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, he played Clem in eight episodes of Pete and Pete as well. Um, of mm. course, there was a young child named Clem in that show. Um then he had zero credits after this movie for 14 years. Like, did three three things in a row that are all recognizable. Mighty Ducks, Pete and Pete, Heavyweights, done acting for 14 years. Um, he came back to be in two episodes of Guiding Light, and he is, like, legit ripped now. Like, fully unrecognizable. Yeah. Similar to what happened to um, Jonathan Lipnicki, a little kid mm-hmm. from um, Jerry Maguire, who he's Jonathan Ripnicki now because he's enormous. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a weird transformation mm-hmm. for him. Um, Dave recently saw this guy as a bomb squad cop in one episode of Law and Order. He was in an episode of Suits. He that played... was in season 20. I there remember that episode. Yes. <laughs> See? There you go. He yes. played uh, Vanya in 15 episodes of Gossip Girl. I never watched Gossip Girl. My wife loved it. He was Vanya. I watched Gossip Girl. I don't remember this guy, but okay. He's in a lot of it. Um yeah one episode of the originals which you probably watched that as well it's vampires 
Uh, I did. Yeah, see, I knew it. One episode of Elementary. He plays young Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, he plays the titular bot in something called Bot Harmony. I tried to find anything about this movie. I can't even find the fucking plot. It's not on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I don't know what happened to this film. Um, cool. He was in an episode of Young Sheldon, an episode of The Kaminsky Method, an episode of SWAT. Then he reprised his role of Vanya for one episode of the 2021 reboot of Gossip Girl and was most recently uh, played Lucas for two episodes of Young and the Restless. So like weird career to go from like these three things to being just out of the business for a very long time and then coming back and like having a career after that because you would think like a couple of tiny things after that you never heard of and that's it but no he's got I a real career i wouldn't be surprised it's like yeah i was an accountant for six years and it fucking yeah. sucked so well I decided to frankly, be an actor again it would it would probably be, be rough because we talked about before that we had Dana and I both knew kids that were in commercials when we were in you know elementary yeah. and middle school. It would be pretty tough to like be the famous kid and also you're the famous kid for being in that fat camp movie. Like that would be hard sure. on anybody who's like 12 or right. 13 years old. So yeah. I could very much see him being like, I would rather just not act than act in roles like this for the rest of my teen years. Like, let me just be anonymous and I'll remake myself as an adult. And that's what he's done. So I figured out who Vanya was because I was like, how he, I was like, this is wild to me because he's born in like 81. So I was like, how is Homeboy going to like not act for years and yeah. then come back on Gossip Girl when he's like in his like 30s almost? <laughs> Old man. <clears throat> it's because he plays the doorman at the oh. Vander Woodson's building. Okay, so he's well, like that's... a bit part. I, I, I thought like... he was like a player in all of the drama on that show. <laughs> No, the doorman, you're, you're, you know, you, you don't have a doorman just for shits and giggles. He oh, sees right. he stuff. He knows things. He yes. knows stuff. Yes. yes, but he's not He's not having an affair with somebody. He's not involved Correct. in the drama. He's okay. the husband of their, like, maid, I think, Dorota. Oh, so. there you go. There, you um, go, there was there was something. The of it. He, he has a credit for something called, uh, is Dorota the name of the thing? He's got, uh, hold on here. No. There was, I thought he was in, oh, he's in uh, a show, a TV show called Chasing Dorota. Look at that. He's in Chasing Dorota as Vanya, five episodes in 2009. So is Gossip Girl a spinoff of something called Chasing Dorota? The CW aired six yeah. mini web, webisodes centered webisodes. on Dorota. Yeah. But, uh, uh, that was a thing in the, in, in the 2000s. Yeah. Like, well, like, I remember there, 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 there being a couple episodes of Prison Break where you wouldn't know what was going on at the start of the next season if you didn't watch these fucking yep. webisodes yeah. that explain. Yep. Yeah, that, I'm like, why would why would why would you do that? We want to engage well, you on the internet. We and the do uh, the Office, they had the Amex as like their web series, which was all about um, Kelly and Aaron, just like the two of them having like little misadventures in the background of other episodes of the yeah. Office. So that was the thing they did for a little while there. So I was incorrect. Dorota, it was Blair's maid. It's a whole web series about. <laughs> The rich kids help. So that's like Dorota, who's the maid, who's best friends with uh, Nate's British housekeeper, Soha, and Chuck Bass's Russian housekeeper, Noor. Okay. Yeah. So it's a real upstairs, downstairs thing, huh? They um, They were trying. They were trying. Um, Well, that does bring us to the end of this episode. And just at the end of the school year, that means it's time to add some superlatives. Um. I thought I would have more. 
But most of these kids have no character development whatsoever. I don't even know what their hobbies are. So it's a little bit tough this week. Um, Nicholas Eating is most food likely. That's bad yeah. for them. That's a good hobby. Yep. Good that's, and speaking of which. Shaving, shaving, shaving balloons. balloons. <laughs> yes. Nicholas yeah. is most likely to make a perfect Bavawa on the Great British Bake Off. He, mm-hmm. he has the personality of somebody that would be excellent on that show. They would love him on there. Roy is most likely to become the longest tenured cast member in SNL history because Keenan we're talking about. He ain't going no fucking where. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh is most likely to go on tour with Gabriel Iglesias. And Jerry is most likely to deliver the eulogy at Pat's funeral. I had a very Aww. a very tight connection, those two. Mm-hmm. Um, this next movie is Dana's pick. Dana, what are we going to watch next? I'm going to say on the summer theme, I actually like, don't remember if this movie took place in the summer, but it feels like it should. Oh, boy. Um, White Squall. There's teens in that? Yeah. Yeah. It's all oh. teens going sailing with Jeff Bridges. I, I remember we, the name of that movie. The big, where yeah. we go on, we go on. Oh, you, is that, is that from that? Are you ready for this shit? You oh, better get ready for this wow. shit, man. Deep oh, deep QAnon so cuts, good. huh? I'm, I'm Jeff Bridges. We're going on a boat. Some of you ain't coming back. Want to be chewing my caramel? What can I? What can I? I'm chewing my caramel. Caramel caramels today. I've e- never, <laughs> I've never seen this movie. I think I just conflated it with the Perfect Storm, which I also never saw. Yes, yeah, that's a different film. That seems similar film. to me. This Both is teenage boys discover discipline and camaraderie on an ill-fated sailing voyage. Okay, yeah. let's, is let's this fucking one with do the it. Party of Five guy in it? Yeah, it, Scott uh, Wolf. Yeah, Scott yep. Wolf's in there. Yeah, okay. This will be go. great. It's All a right. good movie. Uh, well, guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recapping Gown Pod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Jerry, you're a loser. A loser with a skinny wiener. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.